on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Here's some of the wines that we're going to be discussing today. This is a winery takeover show for Dow Vineyards, and we are doing the Dow Discovery Rosé. I believe it's the 21 vintage. We're doing Dow Chardonnay 21, the Dow Bodyguard Chardonnay 2020, the Dow Pessimist 2021, the Dow Bodyguard 2020, and the Dow Soul of a Lion 2019. The Dow Family Estate is a family-owned and operated winery situated on a 212-acre hilltop estate in the Adelaide district of Paso Robles. Dow's goal is to make the unique fine wines that honestly and accurately reflect the potential of the estate and the craft Bordeaux-style wines that combine old-world tradition with new-world techniques. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoking host the good old boys It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time again. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. Really? Are we really? I think so. Now they move Sanford and Sons, we are. When's the last time you were actually awake at 2 a.m.? Last yep. night. Last I mean, night. I was going to yeah. say. That. You know what it was? <laughs> he, look at me. He's hung over his I hell. can't imagine what yeah. it was. What it, was it? It it was the uh, the the midnight um, quesadilla. Yeah, it was several hours of... He's uh, wearing the same clothes that he went to work in yesterday. Reflux. What do you think? Several hours of acid reflux later, I'm still here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Well, our SIP segments are all about, uh, oh, well, I'm jumping ahead. So this, this is Made Man Bob. And joining me is good old boy, Justin. Good morning. Such a pleasure. Always to be so here. wordy. <laughs> good morning. And then there's that pregnant pause. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. Excited to be here. Got still got some grape skin stuck between my toes, but I'm excited. If you'd bathe once in a while, it wouldn't happen. And good old boy, Harmy. Good morning. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see if he does the pie. He's doing the exact same thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a Justin impression. Thanks. Well done. Th- yeah. Th- yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. What was that guy Smiley, the game show host from Sesame Street? That was Guy Smiley. That was yeah. him. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Hey, we'll give you some Z-brick wall covering and some a fine fur from Dicker and Dicker of Beverly Hills. All right. Well, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and pretty much anything else that you can drink. And here's some of the wines that we're going to be discussing today. This is a winery takeover show for Dow Vineyards, and we are doing the Dow Discovery Rosé. I believe it's the 21 vintage. We're doing Dow Chardonnay 21, the Dow Bodyguard Chardonnay 2020, 
the Dow Pessimist 2021, the Dow Bodyguard 2020, and the Dow Soul of the Lion 2019. So we're going to have, against my better judgment, we're going to have Justin do our sub tradings. You know, I, I've come to the conclusion you don't actually have better judgment because you keep letting him do this. I apologize in advance to the people ahead, in the Justin, audience sorry. as well as the federal government and yeah. anyone else yeah. that's listening. Hear me now and believe me yeah, later. That's right. Yeah, okay. Here we go. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. I feel like I'm in California. Okay, I take full responsibility for this because I took this knucklehead with me to LA and we actually went down to Muscle Beach and all that and I had to listen to this the whole time. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I know. He heard me now and believe me later. There might, he he might have had some gummies there, if you know what I mean. Did you did you meet any Austrians on the beach? Uh, I met some Martians on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of them. Two sips. Nice, but what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Mm, interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Wait, wait, wait. Four sips. Get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the governor. If you want to up my sip ratings, you will be terminated. Four sips. That's classified. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. Okay, hold on. Computer crash. There you go. <laughs> That's yeah. classified. Yeah, that would have that would have crashed any of the computers. That reminds me of my chopper. Five sips. Oh my! I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh Why did you go to God. South yeah. Africa there? Yeah. Yeah. You were doing perfectly fine, weird Austrian man. You know these accents are hard to do. Yeah, there was there was a little Sometimes bit. Sometimes they go sideways, there, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah, it wasn't just me. It's like yeah, okay. He was suddenly the villain from, what was that? Uh, Lethal Rocky Weapon? and yeah. Bullwinkle. Yeah. Yeah. Diplomatic <laughs> community. Yeah. Remember those radios from the early 80s yeah. and you had to keep changing the frequency to keep it on? Yeah, my frequency button's not that yeah. great. You built your own, did you? Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, of course I did. It was like much cheaper. All right. So we're going to have Harm tell us a little bit about Dow Vineyards and about our first wine of the day. Thanks, Bob. You're welcome. The Dow family estate is a family-owned and operated winery situated on a 212-acre hilltop estate in the Adelaide district of Paso Robles. Their geology is a favorable microclimate and high elevation. They were once described by renowned California winemaker Andre Chelichev as a jewel of ecological elements, which I have to agree. It's a beautiful winery. Dow's goal is to make it the unique fine wines that honestly and accurately reflect the potential of the estate and the craft Bordeaux-style wines that combine old-world tradition with new-world techniques. Reading is not his strongest point, I'm just saying. I think I read it. Yeah. I pronounced Chelichev, right? That's one There's thing like he did. way too many uh, uh, consonants in that word there, dude. His, there's you know no vowels. Say? Yeah. Even a blind squirrel gets a nut now and then harm. Yeah, yeah. Broken clocks, <laughs> right twice a day. Yep. Well, kids, our first wine is the Dow Discovery Rosé. This is a new package, looks like, from last year's. Uh, beautiful yeah, bottle. Very pretty. Very pretty. Got those feminine lines. And it's 100% um, Grenache Noir, 14.1% ABV. The 2021 growing season was preceded by a dry winter with only 
one large storm system that provided considerable rainfall in February. A period of light rain in July also replenished the soil with much-needed moisture. And while the summer season was marked by periodic heat waves, the weather cooled down by mid-August and remained that way through harvest. The cooling trend allowed the fruit to be uh, enjoy exceptional hang time. So we've got some really ripe fruit here. Uh, the color is a pale salmon pink. And the nose... It is beautiful. It's just uh, it's now this wine's warmed up for the like the last hour that we've been sitting here tasting wine before the show. I'm getting a lot more of the fruit. At first, to me, it was all about peaches, and now I'm getting a lot more white flowers, little red flowers. Can't really identify the flowers. You know, I'm not. I mean, Justin could probably pull something. He always he he's our floral guy. Um, Azaleas. Azalea. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Was that that rapper? Oh, yeah. There is a rapper with very similar to Azalea. Anyway, uh, nectarine, uh, a little bit of orange and rose petal coming out, and tiny hint of something tropical. Um, it's the mouthfeel. When you take, the, you take this on the palate, it's peaches, a little bit of mango. Um, Earlier when it was colder, I was getting melon, but that's gone away. Now I'm getting more lemon and, and like more tropical fruit. A really great mouthfeel, kind of oily at the beginning that goes astringent on the finish. I get uh, strawberry, cherries, and white pepper. That white pepper is definitely, that's Grenache Noir. Strawberry and strawberry and white pepper is a hallmark of Grenache Noir from, from Europe. And it's just gotten more tropical here in California. I really enjoyed this. What about you, Maury? You know, Harm, that's a tough act to follow because, honestly, I think you nailed it, uh, which is shocking, but true. Um, it's a delightful wine. It's an all-day sipper. Uh, this is perfect for by the pool. It's In refreshing. Fact, I'm myself some more. It's light. It's refreshing. I'll take a splash, please. It's light. It's refreshing. It's got all the flavors that you talked about. It really raises uh, the genre of uh, rosé. Uh, substantially in my opinion um I, I think you were spot on with the description i think if you see a bottle uh and you're going to spend the day by the pool or at the beach pick it up you won't regret it yeah justin, justin? well as you two saying she wore lemon yeah <laughs> very very lemony oh what just gosh. happened what was that somebody step on a cat oh my god I'm sure, gonna, I'm sure they're gonna. I'm sure they're gonna reach out and bring me on tour. So, I'll be I'll be launched after this. You thought yeah. it was a lemon bomb? Yeah, I'm sorry, really you're wrong. Did. Moving on. <laughs> okay, I mean, Bob. What did you think? <laughs> when it was colder, when it was colder, it was more lemony. It was citrusy and 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 bright and acidic when it was colder. But as it's warmed up, it's beautiful. See, I think the lemon is a base that all these other flavors are built on top of. Well, th to me, this is the type of rosé that I, I would I prefer like drier rosé, so it's a little bit too fruity for me. But this is such a great balance. It, they actually did it because the different temperatures brought different flavors, and I think it did, it did a good job. It is a delight. So other other than lemon, you got anything, man? You guys covered it all. Wow, all right. it's been nice having you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Bob. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Lemon, 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 lemon. Yeah, there's some lemon in there, but I mean, there's so much more. There's so much more. And it it has changed since it's warmed. Um, but like we were talking about, every wine has a different temperature that it likes. 
there's no one temperature for this you know for white or red and as this one when we pulled it out was chilled and it slowly warmed up and we were discussing me and harm the wine that you really like is the one that is good when it's cold it's good good when it's slightly chilled and it's good when it's almost lukewarm you know it doesn't it it may change yeah, it, as but it's, the, as the, as it's these, still good at every temperature right as as, as the temperature goes up you're going to yeah. notice flaws more there were no flaws yeah. no nice. i mean it's and, and i'm not a rosé guy but this is absolutely delightful um i mean it's got a beautiful nose on it it's very very floral um it's much more floral when it's chilled the tropical natures come out more. You get more of that tropical fruit. You get more of the orange blossom. I get a little bit of pineapple. I get a little bit of mango as it warms up. Um, and you're right about the melon. The melon kind of went away. When it was chilled, I got a lot more melon. I can still kind of get it, but um, I'm now I'm still getting good strawberry on the finish and white yeah, pepper. I'm getting strawberry. I'm getting apricot. I'm getting like lemon custard, like out of a pastry. Um, and I'm Don't getting, make him say lemon again. And it's like got lemon. a nice. And here's the thing: is it's a rosé, and it's got an actually, it's pretty long finish. You know, it stays with you. So I, you know, I think it's, I think it's an extremely well done wine. Another, you know, another good one from the folks at uh, Dow. Um, you know, I think it's great. So we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we just finished discussing the uh, Dow Discovery Rosé, a lovely little wine, and we're going to be. Rating that one a well-deserved four sips. That's classified. And if you get this table of hardcore red wine drinking maniacs to go for a rosé, you know that's. I just want to say off good. the air we're discussing it. This is a big uh, step up from last year's rosé that I that mm -hmm. I used to sell. Yeah, it's. I mean, this one's this one's really lovely. If 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 you see it for the price point too, grab it. Great deal. So let's have Maury tell us about our next one. Thank you, Bob. The next wine is the Dow Chardonnay 2021. It is 100% Chardonnay grapes, aged seven months in 30% new French oak, coming in at 14.5% ABV. It's a very nice, very pale yellow on the nose. Lots of juicy pineapple, some pears, lemon chiffon, warm toast. There's some notes of nutmeg and ginger, jasmine, honeysuckle, and a hint of oak and hazelnut. On the palate, there's lots of melons, peach, green apple, mango, guava, pineapple, kiwi. It's definitely got some tartness to it. Nice acidity. As is the tropical, tropical Chardonnay, man. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, to me, almost tastes like it could be, uh, has very light oak influence. To me, it's not quite a stainless steel uh, Chardonnay, fermented Chardonnay, but... It's well, you're the one who said 30% new French oak, dude. Yeah, but it's light. <laughs> it's relatively light. It's 30% yeah. new French oak, but the rest of it's neutral oak, etc., which we don't have exact details on. But it's a very nice wine. It's very refreshing. It's uh, tropical. It's got a nice medium finish. Um, I really liked it. What did you think, Justin? This was definitely like brunch with the nice frozen tropical drink by the pool in Nassau. You want this in the summer? when it's 90 degrees and your mouth wants a vacation, this is the vacation. It I, I think you hit it on the head with the whole Nassau thing. I need some shrimp with this. Yeah. I need some chilled shrimp. Okay. It's got all the great little spices you put in like a good daiquiri. It's real complex for a Chardonnay. I, I dug this. What'd you think, Bob? It's got 
it's got a lot of layers to it um it is definitely a lot more tropical in style this is not your buttery chardonnay um i get a lot of pear in it um when it was colder i got a little bit more of the toasted toasted brioche um I get when it was colder. Also, I got a little bit of a smoky note on the nose, and that seems to have sort of blown. That's off. from the oak, but yeah, that's to me, gone what, what, what that's really, gone away. yeah, really, what what struck out when, stuck out to me when it was colder was lemon and honeysuckle. Yeah, the lemon was more when it was cold, um, and now it's this is more. Where you're supposed to say lemon like Bono again. Come on, man. I, she wore lemon. <laughs> I set him up every time. I am very aroused. <laughs> Doesn't take much. <laughs> but, you know, on the palate, it's right now, once it's warmed up a little bit, I mean, it's still lightly chilled. Um, peaches, melons, uh, tart green apple like Granny Smith. There's definitely some tartness. Um, a little bit of a pineapple note on the back of the tongue for me. Um, I don't know if anybody else picked that yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. On the nose... Even when it's warmed up a little, there's still kind of a kind of a hazelnutty around the tip of the nose, and a little bit of ginger. But it's I mean it's a very very pretty Chardonnay. I think even though she wore lemon, she was eating melon. Okay, in let's, this talk one more. let's talk other. Um, I don't. I got everything you said except for the ginger. Maybe it's subtle. Maybe it's, I prefer. Marianne. I'm getting the. I'm not on the palate. I get it on the nose, but not on the palate. It's subtle, but um, yeah, it's there, and it's a nice, a good beam of of acidity that carries all that fruit all the way through, so he's not overwhelmed by it. And there's a hint of salinity on the end there. So, yeah, very nice. Yeah, that. that was your contact solution. You must have dropped a couple <laughs> drops in there. <laughs> no, I, I totally get it. It's a. It's more unfinished. There's a little hint of it's a little more salinity than minerally. Um, leans a little bit more towards the salty than sort of the minerally earthy. But um, yeah, that's definitely there. It's it's a it's a very pretty little wine. Mm. Enjoyable. Well, we're going to be rating the uh, Dow Chardonnay 2021. Well deserved. Three sips. Interesting. All right. Well, against my better judgment. Again, you have no better judgment. We're going to have Justin tell us about the next one. I always love my interest. Wait, 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 wait. How's the wine? Okay. Dow Bodyguard Chardonnay 2020. It's 100% Chardonnay. It's aged 10 months in 30% new French oak, 30% new American oak, and 40% neutral French oak. And it comes in at a healthy 14.5% alcohol by volume. The color is this like really nice lemon on the nose, golden apple, buttered toast, and not that American butter, but that really good Irish butter, honey, <laughs> lilac. The stuff your mother never Kerry bought Gold. for you. Is that yes. you me? Yeah. Because that was the expensive butter. She was buying that oleo, right? That's okay. I yeah. upgraded yep. someone who buys Kerrygold. <laughs> Bartlett pear, star fruit, hibiscus, nutmeg. This is brunch. I dig it. 
Worry, what did you think? I, I feel like he only drinks Chardonnay at brunch. I miss the star fruit, I'm sorry to say. Uh, but I will say, I think you're spot on on the nose. Um, really lovely on the nose on the palate a little more viscosity um i think you nailed it with the flavors there's definitely some granny smith apple and honeysuckle um this has a little bit more oak again it's not over oaked i would say the oak is very balanced uh but yet in this one you also get some malolactic fermentation so it's got a little bit of butteriness again it is not a butter bomb uh, this is more the style i like when i go to a, a chardonnay the other one I thought would have been lovely for a day by the pool or by the beach. If you didn't want to have the rosé, I thought it was refreshing, light, somewhat reminded me of a stainless steel uh, shard or even a Sauve Blanc in that it had a lot of nice acidity and a lot of citrus and tartness. This one has got a lot more balance. It's got a lot more full body. It's got more butteriness. It's got a little hint of oak, but it's very well balanced. I thought this was like the other wine different style it definitely has some lineage that it shares the same and uh, i just thought it was uh amped up a little bit and it was a for me a major step up from their entry level uh, chardonnay uh the bodyguard is definitely something uh of a chardonnay for uh, red wine drinkers it's a chardonnay for those who like big bold um viscous buttery oaky chardonnays and again it's not overly buttery no, without being a butter overly, bomb Right, exactly. I think it's well done and well balanced. Harm, what do you want to? What do you have to add? I, there's not much more to add. What you're saying, Maury, I, I, you're, you guys, you and uh, Justin kind of, you know, nailed it. I don't think it's overly buttered. It's not too much mallow. Uh, it's it's so balanced. The French oak is giving you good spice. The American oak is giving you that vanilla character, and those those pears. Uh, the buttered toast is there. There's a little. It seems like a little bit of sulfur there for me. I'm getting. But I, that that could be part of the oak. It could be part of the, the toasty oak. On the nose or on the palate? On the nose. On the nose, not on the palate. Um, it's the Granny Smith apples, the peaches, the oak, the hazelnuts. What really struck me is the mouthfeel here. It's not step that up. oily tube like butter monster with a malolactic monster where there's just like too buttery. It's got a really beautiful mouthfeel. It's buttery without being unctuous without being cloying just too much you know to your palate it's got a good balance like maury said the balance of the butter and the acidity and there's a reason why the bodyguard is double the price of the last wine yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot more a, work went into it it's yeah. a it's a major step up and it's really done with more finesse hmm. well and it's not again it, it's not you know the stereotypical butter hand grenade california shard it's you know the, the term of art is butter bomb i like yeah. you went with hand grenade yeah. because you don't want to switch it up yeah Thank it's you. it's nice. not it's nice it's good you know it's not over the top i mean why well, not butter bazooka let's go with alliteration well bazooka doesn't explode it's the round inside that explodes so therefore all right <laughs> schmuck um you know i like a buttery chardonnay i just don't like you know some of them are try to be the octomore of god butter yeah <laughs> it's just like it's like licking a stick of butter it's like guys it's just way way too much but this is not it that, and I, that's and not I, this you know look no. somebody's buying it because they're making it and it's going off the shelves and that's fine but this the term, one the, the term of art in, in my industry is cougar juice yeah exactly yeah so this <laughs> one again this one was well made and it was well balanced this is a this is a lovely oaky buttery chardonnay that is not 
overdone on anything. It's got a great acidity to it. It's nice and crisp, but it does have that 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 beautiful butter oakiness to it. But it's not overpowering. It's not too much. It's just right on the edge. It's you know just I want, right. Now I want perfect. a lobster roll. Make it happen. I'd like a lobster roll. Get in the car and go get one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's on the nose. Yeah, it's it's like buttered brioche. It's delightful. Stone fruit, pears, a little bit of apple. You know, you, Maury didn't get the star fruit, but I'm getting the star fruit now. It's warmed up. I find that star fruit is something I really want to like, but it has virtually no flavor. It's just like wax. You just had the wrong star fruit, my friend. That's probably true. There's there's like one place in Florida that grows like 80% of the star fruit for the whole country. Huh. But on the palate, hmm. On the palate, you get that crispness, that tartness, that that Granny Smith apple, that tart green apple. Um, but you also get that lovely toasty oak. Um, I, I get what you were saying. You is, is that a sulfury note? No, it's that's. I, it's I think I know nose. what you're doing. It's yeah, just that, that toasted. I oak. think I get what you're getting. It's just the toasted oak. Um, I yeah. get a little bit of a nuttiness to it on the back palate after you swallow. Um, there's a little bit of melon. The melon seems to have died down a little bit as it's warmed up. Um, there's yeah, the a, melon just generally comes out when the when the wine's very cold. Yeah, and it's it's just got such a good balance to it. Mm. And there's a reason it's more expensive. It's it it's it's a very very good wine. Well, there's there's a there's a ton more oak being used here. Yeah, thirty percent new French oak, thirty percent new American, forty percent neutral. Yeah. Yeah. I believe the previous one had to have some stainless steel. For sure. Mm-hmm. But a beautiful, beautiful Chardonnay. Um, again, the last one was really lovely, but this one, uh, even better. Um, just goes to show Dow makes great wine. So we're going to be rating the Dow Bodyguard Chardonnay 2020, a well-deserved four sips. That's classified. So, Bob, how about you talk to us about some red wine? No. Okay. Okay. Don't All be right. such a pessimist, Bob. If you were waiting for the opportune moment, that was it. Okay. So we're going to be talking now about Dow Pessimist, the 2021 vintage. This is a lovely one. 76% Petite Syrah, 12% Zinfandel, 10% Syrah, 2% Langerin, uh, aged 10 months, and 50% New French Oak. It's 14.9% ABV. Um, it's got a lovely color to it. It's got a, it's a little opaque, a little bit of a, sort of a dark ruby. On the nose, it's it's like blueberry preserves, like a big jar of blueberry preserves. Hundred percent blueberry jam, dude. Yeah, just like just complete jam, 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 jam. There used to be a blueberry port made on the North Fork of Long Island, and that's what the nose reminds me of, just blueberry port. Now, if you get really into it, if you get deep into it, I get a little bit of a cherry, almost, and it's not, it's more of a, it's not cherry like the fruit, it's more of a cherry like the candy, you know, like the kind of cherry that I kind of, the kind of cherry I like better than the fruit, you know, the the, the fake (laughs) cherry. (laughs) Cherry candy. Yeah, exactly. It's. Sugar makes everything better. I get that little bit just way down deep inside the glass. Um, I get a little bit of uh, old leather, a little bit of a dustiness to it. 
And on the palate. Sweet tobacco, dude. On the nose. Mm. There's sweet tobacco. Mm. On the palate, there's blueberries, a lot of black cherry. Um, their tasting notes have damp forest floor. They nailed it with that. I absolutely get that. The whole, both sides of the palate, I, I pick up on that. It's been a while since I licked the florist floor. Can you go into a little more detail about damp forest floor? Well, the last time we went camping, you got hammered and passed out face down on the ground. That was when I was licking it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's that sort of herbally, musty kind of uh, flavor, but, you know, herbally, musty in a good way. Um, it's got a little bit of a a little bit of a licorice note. Mm. And it's got a really nice real coat on the tannin. I mean, it's got some body to it, um, especially on the front, on the front palate and the teeth. Yeah, a lovely wine. What do you think, Justin? So I got the blueberry notes in the beginning. Those blew off for me. And then it was strong star anise, like someone gave me a shot of ouzo. Mm-hmm. and said this is a wine that's like ouzo so that's pretty much what i got off it. i think it's I'm not really getting, good i mean i got it at the beginning but i don't think it's still there i agree with that much ice? so it just went in reverse order for me i had the blueberry and everything and then it went ouzo for you i guess it went the other way it's, yeah, interesting. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's always had the blueberry it's always had the anise but i don't, I don't feel like it's it's over too much spice I definitely no. not fruits there so. no definitely not. Say it's overdone but it's prominent for me it's lovely what do you think maury you know i echo the things that have been said so far i mean the color is just i for me it's just inky yeah dark yeah um again just the overwhelming opaque, overwhelming know? blueberry on the nose um Again, I really agree with pretty much everything that's been said. I thought it was more balanced than uh, than Justin's comment implied, um, and maybe we're reading into your comment, Justin. But I thought that yeah, it had hints of anise, it had hints of leather, it had uh, hints of eucalyptus. Uh, I thought it was a really nice wine, and it really has improved in the glass. My first impression of this wine, right out of the bottle, unaerated, was meh. But really, it's it's evolved nicely. Air did it well. Aeration did it well. Time in the glass did it well. Rooming well, up, you knew it was going. You knew that was going to help it because you saw the color. Yeah, I mean, you knew it was there. Oh, so. for sure, one hundred percent. So I thought it was delicious. Uh, like I said, started out a little lower down the chain for me, but uh, it's really evolved nicely in the glass. I think it's a delicious wine, and I think for the price, it's hard to beat. Yeah, this is this is a hell of a value wine. I mean, really for this the the size of a wine so like it, this the, the way this wine presents if you like fruit bombs open and pour, pour and drink if you want more layers of flavor you have to aerate this decant it for an hour pour through an but aerator but that's the point harm you can get anything you like out yeah, of this right. wine depending on how you manage it no, the, no I'm, I'm saying that this is a great value this yeah. is it. I mean, you can. You've got the people. You've got the people who want the fruit bomb. You pour and drink. If you want to actually taste the layers, you will easily get this with just just pouring through an aerator. I think this one will go for a couple of years too, because it's got some yeah. serious tannin to it. I mean, it's got some body. For sure, but they're silky. They're yeah. not harsh. No, no, not they at all. Not. No, they're just mouth coating and and happy and lovely. It's like a drape of tannin that just sort of envelops your mouth now that it's aerated i'm getting a hint of cardamom on it but i would argue you if if you don't fall in love with it right out of the bottle 
aerate and give it time because yeah. although some people will love it right out of the bottle for me it was just mad out of the bottle but it's really evolved beautifully mm -hmm. and again the, the the key to this one is is it's that good and it's it's not an expensive wine i'm at all. surprised it's 76 percent petite syrah i mean the color is there from petite syrah but i usually don't expect that much blueberry from petite syrah i thought that was coming from the zinfandel mm -hmm. Yeah, it's much lower Zinfandel than some of the things you guys have compared it to. Um, but I think it works. The blend works. It's well done. Well, we'll be back. Hey, and we're back. And we were discussing the uh, uh, the Dow Pessimist um, 2021 release. So anybody have any last thoughts or should I go to our score? I mean, I think you guys hit all of it. It's I'm getting more spice as it's warmed up. And I've, I've, I also aerated it as well. Um on the nose, I'm getting more of the spice, but on the palate, it's just blueberry cherry bomb. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, and that's that's the interesting thing. Right out of the bottle, it's it's, it's somewhat different wine, but with um, but still just as good. But now with with the air and the time, there it's not just a big fruit bomb. It's got layers underneath with the tannin. It's got black olive. Um, I think the anise is balanced. I think there's cardamom in there. The, the the spice and the fruit really balance out very well. Well, they pretty much, I think, are, you know, the flagship of Paso Robles. So, yeah, yeah. yeah These and, guys, and there's a reason they are. Paso yeah. Robles used to be very mediocre 20 years ago. Oh, it's changed dramatically. Dow has yeah. really elevated the game. Dow is leading ago. the charge on that, yeah. for sure. Well, we're going to great stuff coming out of Paso. We're going to rate the God. If there was just an airport a little bit closer for Granite Loud, it's four hours from anywhere you can fly. That's into. what makes it untouched and yeah. so God, beautiful. Exactly. That's why it's not messed up. Exactly. Yeah. Because you can't get to yeah. it. You got to really, really. You have to go there on purpose. Intentionally yeah. go there. Yeah. It's it's you're going there on purpose. Well, if you find this one, grab it. Great deal. The Dow Pessimist 2021. We're going to rate a well deserved four sips. That's classified. That's a big rating for such an inexpensive wine. Yeah, it really is. And it wasn't based on the value, but if you based it on the value, I think the rating yeah. would be even higher. Yeah. All right, Maury, tell us about our next one. Thank you, sir. The next wine is the Dow Bodyguard 2020. It is 65% Petit Verdot, 35% Petit Syrah, aged for 18 months and 35% new French oak, 35% new American oak, and 30% neutral French oak. Comes in at 14.8% ABV. Again, the color is fairly similar. It's dark. I called it just brooding. It's just dark and opaque. On the nose... I call it intense opaque ruby. Thank you, sir, for that clarification. Thank you, Mr. Roger. On the, uh, on the nose, some chocolate-covered blueberries, I think, is really the best way to describe it. It's got black raspberry. It's got currant. It's got some pencil lead. Again, there's a little bit of that damp forest floor, uh, at least in terms of the aroma. Uh, second layers reveal some fennel, uh, a hint of kirsch, and black olive. Um, on the palate, it's got a beautiful mouthfeel, nice, really nice viscosity. Pardon me while I take another sip. Uh, dried cherry, black plum, blackberry. It's definitely got some firm structure and tannins. The tannins are silky and fine. They're not overbearing. There's definitely some highlights of a uh, little dustiness, a little uh, Rutherford dust, so to speak. Um, this is leather. Paso, not Rutherford. But I, know. I, get what you're I know, but you I know get, what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. 
Um, He's still going to mess with you over it, though. Lots of complexity, dark, rich fruit. And then the finish just sort of lingers and, and slowly fades away. I thought this wine was delicious. Uh, I couldn't find any inherent flaws. It's uh, it's a different style than the previous wine, uh, but it is a little bit of a step up as well. I liked it a lot. What do you think, Justin? So on the nose, I got a lot of the fruit we've all talked about, but I also got a little bit of currywurst on it. And I really Excuse like me? currywurst. That's curry-flavored sausage. Me. No, actually, it's not me. It is you. So I oh enjoyed that. Oh, I've no. never heard of a currywurst. Sorry. Oh. I feel like the Germans have taken something have from India and, you know, destroyed it. Yes. Like they took That's the swastika. The swastika was a Hindu religious sound. I know. And then it was made a currywurst out of it. And- Thank you for bringing that up on national radio. That's awesome. Great. It's information that's correct that educating on the palate he I has got to be correct some fruits and i really like the mouthfeel of this thing it's you can just feel just the hint of like like mashed grape in it and and then it goes like starts out sweet and then finishes dry it's complex just so cool it's got all these different layers you could dissect away so you know how the pessimist we had it was the fruit bomb that had good complexity at the middle the complexity comes up a lot faster here yeah there's less of a fruit bomb in your face up front it just skips that chapter yeah you got you got the all those savory flavors coming out you got that the note of the uh, the graphite that pencil edge you were talking about it's on the nose. It's it's just dried fruits, not super ripe. Uh, and the the way it feels, that dusty leather, like you you said, uh, what did you say, uh, Rutherford dust? Yes. Yes. I mean, because we, we all know what yeah. that means. Yeah, yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah, that one. It's gorgeous. And the, and the chocolate, I can't say enough about that, the chocolate. The chocolate at the beginning, it's chocolate-covered fruit, right? That's the first thing I said. Yeah, it's, it was delicious. Bob, uh, it's complex. Bob, what do you want to say about it? It's a beautiful wine. Uh, there's the, the, the fruit note is still there on the nose for me. It's not as much of a fruit bomb as the pessimist was, but it's there's still a good bit of fruit. I, I pick up a lot of berries, blueberries and raspberries, um, but there is that graphite on the front of the tongue and on the front of the teeth. Um I still get um, that sort of earthiness, forest floor. Their tasting notes have a hint of wintergreen on the nose, and I have searched and searched and searched, and I swear, I think I finally found it. I don't know if it's, it's a suggestion. The, it's, you have to put your nose about all the uh, way in the glass and yeah. inhale as hard right. as you can and just very much at the tip. And but, you found what? The wintergreen. Yeah. But on the palate, for me, it's 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 dried cherries, um, dried black raspberries. Plum, black plum, come on! No. I still get a lot. I, I get a lot of the blackberries on it. Um, I get that dusty earthiness, mm. like an old dusty piece of wood, uh, but without the oakiness. Um, I get a little bit of an herbal note. They have down here dried sage. I absolutely do pick that up. Um, I definitely get the dark fruit, um, 
but this is a wine that is built to contemplate because there's a lot built of layers. to age too. Yeah. You we're drinking this kind of young. It's yeah. a 2020. I think this has got at least 10 years in it. Oh, at least. This yeah. is this has got some time to breathe and, and, and age in your cellar. But it's got some it's it's got some serious layers to it. And and as as the temperature changes on it and as it gets more air, it just invites you in more to find new things. Yeah, this is also a value-priced wine. We're under 50 bucks here, I think, mm. usually retail. And it tastes like it's a little bit more expensive than that. It will be in years to come. You'll oh, see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, but I think as this ages, I, I'd love to taste like the secondary notes on this. Give this like five more, ten more years in the bottle. I'd love to see where this goes. So what you're saying, this ain't a muscatel. Fine, <laughs> not a muscatel. Go get me a muscatel. Me and Grady are thirsty. Yeah. Um, but a beautiful wine, absolutely beautiful wine. And and again, for the money, I think. Like most of the stuff from Dow, it drinks above it drinks above its price yeah, point. Dow really upped the game for Paso. I love I love what they've done. Yeah, a lovely wine. So we're going to be rating the Dow Bodyguard 2020 a well deserved four sips. That's classified. So that leaves us with our final wine of the day. So. We're going to have uh, Harm tell us about that one. Well, thank you, Bob. How's the, the wine? What are you playing? How's the wine? Oh, the wine's, wine's excellent. The Dow Soul of a Lion 2019. This is actually, is this the third Soul of a Lion we've, we've reviewed on the show? It's the third one I've done. Yeah. Third one you've done? Yeah. I've had, uh, I've been lucky enough to have more than three vintages of this personally. And it now just keeps getting better. Part, so feel free to turn your computer off. Thanks. You want me to play that again so you can hear it? Now comes the bragging part. So feel free to turn your computer off. That's you usually do. You always got some story, man. I'm tasting this menu. Whatever. Kyle, I've tasted this menu. Soul of a Lion is the fly, is, I guess they're the gem of the portfolio. Tete de Cuvée. Tete de Cuvée. Cuvée. Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, 78%. Cabernet Franc, 12%. Petit Verdot, 10%. Aged for 22 months in 100% new French oak. 14.8% ABV. Soul of a Lion is named for Georges and Daniel Dow's father, an enduring symbol of strength and courage in their lives. First released in 2010, Soul of a Lion established Paso Robles as a rising star for world-class Cabernet. So the color again is that intense opaque ruby and the nose. For me, it's all about the blackberry. At first, we did aerate this wine. Or I aerated this wine. Not everybody did ever aerate this wine or no? Yeah. All right, that's why you give your notes too. I'm getting that blackberry and tobacco, and I'm getting a little menthol and cassis on the nose. There's uh What's a cassis? <laughs> What's a cassis? Cassis is a, a like a, a black current. Oh, thank you. Or a red current. It's a cassis red current. It's current. So. Mm. As opposed to past tense. Yeah. Yes. Or future to past tense. Now. It's current. Yes. The palate comes in with amazing grip. The tannins are still 
are, are still refined. They're not like jagged. They're super silky, but you feel them. And um, the great fruit on the on the first sip with tons of black plum and blackberry. And then you've got um, like some nuttiness. I don't know what this is. Mm. Wow. Like some uh, dark spice, dark fruit. And it's it's just it's got a you feel like it's like it's gonna it's got that huge grip, but it's balanced with a beautiful acidity that makes it go on long and forever with fruit and pepper and wonderful grip. It makes your mouth water. I want um, I want to pair this with a ribeye or a, a a beautiful beautiful just a beautifully well prepared steak with good fat on it. What do you think, Justin? I go more with a smoked brisket on this one and I get the really good fruit and currant nose on it. But at the end of the nose, I don't know if there's a nose finish, but I'm going to, if not, I just made yeah, it the up. End. You can say the end, the end of the nose. I definitely got mesquite Is and, it mesquite for you. And it really excites me. It's so. tobacco. Yeah, this this is like my backyard. Smoking a cigar, making a brisket. I love this, and the palate's like rich and inviting. And I think if I had this like sip into a bottle by myself over three hours, I'd get a lot of really good experiences out of it. For beginning to end, what'd you I think, Bob? That sounded questionable. Yeah, you know, you're not buying it. Uh, no, I mean, like, it sounded like maybe it shouldn't be aired on public radio. It's got blueberry on the nose. It's got blackberry on the nose. It's got a little bit of black cherry for me. It's got a white smokiness to it. Um, it's got a white oakiness to it. It's got, I mean, it's very, very pretty. I get a little bit of old leather. Mm. But on the, uh, on the palate, it's just, it's sinister. It's dark, dark, dark fruit. Um, I get a little bit of a peppery uh, note on it. Slightly, just a, just a little bit of tartness to it. And the tannins on it are just so, uh, literally, just every inch of your mouth is completely coated. It's got such a beautiful body to it. It's just, it's it, it, thick. It, it, it's it like eating a steak. Palate, but it's not too dry. No, no, it's not it's too dry, dry at all. For a steak. No, it's not too dry. It's like eating a steak. Yeah. It's like eating a steak in a glass. I mean, it's, uh, this is their, this is their top dog. Um, and there's a reason it is because everyone I've ever had has has been fantastic, and this one is no exception. This is this is a beautiful wine. This thing could go for years um, if you're patient enough to leave it alone. Um, in I this feel like case, we're, I think we're doing a disservice during the 2019 so young. I disagree with you. 
Really? You I like him young. young. I like him young. I think it shrinks beautifully Again, now. This is not appropriate That's a little for public creepy, radio. But I yeah. think it's got a lot Between of... Between you and Justin having the experiences... Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> hang on. I'm not talking about experiences. I'm saying that this is very age-worthy. This will go. This is miles to go before it sets. The sun sets on it. But I think it's delicious now out of the glass. The only thing I would say is you're buying a wine of this caliber, of this magnitude. you got to decant it. Uh, it needs air. It needs time in the glass. You buy this bottle, you decant can it you will be thrilled to drink it today and just as thrilled to drink it in a few years from now i think it will continue to evolve i think it may improve some but i think there's nothing wrong with it it's ready to go right now let's get back to how maury likes it young i like my cabs young yeah i've noticed for quite some time that you know yes these wines will age and you can hold on to them but um, I have no objection to the the drinking it the way the winemaker created it released and it's it. when ready they released to go. It. Yeah. Usually, yeah. when these guys release, it's it's ready to start. But I think you you'll do yourself a disservice drinking it right away. You know what you should do? Buy a case, drink huh. two this year, two next year, two the year after. Well, we're going to be giving the Dow Soul of the Lion 2019 an extremely well deserved five oh cents. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Well, that's all the time we have today. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. want to thank our co-host for joining us today. Thank you, Justin. Thank you so much. This was fun. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. Another beautiful day in the basement. Uh, doesn't hurt to have great wine. And thank you, Harm. Thank you, Bob. And I, and I mean it this time. Not like last time. I mean it this time. The last time you didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't mean it. I mean, we there's, had a, there's more after you uh, left, the line. I've got the aerator. If you after you left, we had a discussion about it. So, <laughs> well, for sip suds and smokes, this is Made Man Bob. Thank you for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad wine, and if this shows any indication, pick up something from Dow Vineyards because uh, they don't ha- they don't have any bad. Yeah, wine. hard to go wrong. So, fantastic. Anybody want more? Always. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap, Just tap it in. the subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor, take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. Tan Hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 